And welcome to the last show of the year on the True Bud Show podcast. We're going to start it off by sparking a joint and then popping a little champagne just to celebrate. It's been a crazy year. 2020 has been a ride. So this is for you too. pop a little something on this new year coming up, smoke a little something and enjoy yourselves. Pop. This is True Buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buzz. Sometimes it's hard to beat a joint and a little glass of champagne. Cheers to all the true buds tuning in. It means a lot. I wish you a wonderful 2021. But we're going to talk more about the future later. Let's kind of take a look back. Because this year, pretty good, has been a ride. Today's podcast, we're going to kind of look at what happened in 2020 as a whole in the cannabis space, what we can look forward to. Then I'm going to dive into a couple articles that I find very interesting. We're going to go through those. Stay tuned till the end because I have a cool montage I've put together of the whole past year of podcasts, like 15 second clips of each one. So that's really fun. I also have a cool clip from a podcast I did with my buddy Kyle, who's been on the show. He uh, started his own podcast called The Nourishing Noble Show. It's an ASMR style show, and ours was the first episode for like an ASMR style podcast. So let's look at this article from techcrunch.com just to get some numbers. I've talked about numbers in tons of other episodes, and I have a couple, you know, reoccurring points that I've been saying since the beginning of this shit is which we can see now there's a whole progression, you know, from the UN to the house, to the NBA, to just weed being more accepted this year. And I think the COVID Corona has a lot to do with that. And I've been saying it from the beginning, we're having problems with cash. We're sending out stimulus checks. We're sending out whatever unemployment payments. Why not capitalize on the legal market and bring in that tax revenue? I don't know. I'm hoping it happens on that federal level, but it's still it's just still can't wrap my head around it fully. Anyway, um, legal cannabis sales reached nearly 20 billion this past year and are expected to top 40 billion annually in the next four years. As the industry continues to grow, companies are hiring to keep pace. Legal cannabis market supports 243,700 full-time American jobs, which is set to multiply by 250% between 2018 and tw uh, 2028. Between 2018 and 2028, 250% increase in jobs. And we saw the increase in uh, revenue there. That's insane. Uh, cannabis can also strengthen the state's uh, economics. Yep, yep, yep. I've been saying that. So I just wanted to put that up there real quick. I'll relight that here in a second. I just thought it was interesting. And with that, you know, that's kind of been this past year and how it's accelerating the cannabis e-commerce Um Looking forward, you know, I actually haven't dove into this part in this article, but I did find another article um, of three states. This is on the uh, fool.com, the Motley Fool, three states set to legalize in 2021. First, we're looking at New York and New York was set to legalize in 2019. 
than this year. COVID's happened and all this shit. And so 2021 is looking promising, according to New York and Como. So we'll keep an eye out for that. I'm happy Jersey did. If you guys don't know, I'm from Jersey. I was born in Colorado, so love Colorado too, but spent a lot of time in New Jersey. So love it there. I'm happy to see things happening. Although, like I said in a video where I talked about this more in depth, is Jersey's a crazy, corrupt uh, place, just as New York is. So there's going to be a lot of shit happening. I even saw an article headline I didn't read the other day talking about like that being a problem is from state to state. It allows for more bribes, it allows for other shit. But at the same time, the shit's going to happen even more on a federal level, more fucked up. So I won't dive into that. I didn't even read the article, just saw the headline. Next up, sticking with that Northeast vibe, we have Connecticut to potentially legalize in 2021. So we have New York, Connecticut, and then we are looking at, yeah, this seems a little crazy. And if this happens, that's dope, Virginia. Though it might sound like an off-the-wall possibility, Virginia looks to have a real shot to become the first southern state to give adult use weed the green light in 2021. Cheers to the South. Hopefully Virginia can, you know, bring things forward in the South. So, yeah. Those are three exciting things that hopefully happen in 2021. Or, you know, let's see what happens in, with just this whole thing. It's not going to become, I'm so, you know, the House passed it. I think everybody's in agreement from my research. The Senate's going to hold this shit up. We'll see what happens. It's just on the move, like I said, from the get-go. It's good to see this progression. And that's why I'm an optimist and see that COVID, you know, probably had something to do with it and is driving cannabis to the forefront even more so. Which brings me to my next point here. I'm always about, you know, uh, finding like, not saying like weeds for everybody. I'm always about just like kind of trying to get the facts, um, trying to teach people stuff. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying there. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is I want to be honest and open about everything with cannabis. Sure, it has so many great effects, but sure, for some people, it fucks them up. You know, it does certain things, gives people anxiety already. They're probably predisposed to that. Um, there's so many factors, but what we're talking about today is this uh, Yahoo.com article, Dangerous Side Effects of Smoking Marijuana According to Science. That article headline caught my eye. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to dive in, see what this is about and uh, see if it's legit. So the first thing they say is you might feel nausea and vomiting. One of the most common side effects that is not well known is that it can cause severe nausea and vomiting. The condition called cannabis hypermesis syndrome is usually seen with daily users but can occur in any patient. It is characterized by nausea and vomiting that can need uh, IV fluids, anti-nausea medications. Most patients describe that these symptoms improve with hot showers or using creams made from the active ingredient found in chili peppers. Although the symptoms can be managed, the best treatment is complete absence from, can from cannabis. Okay, so this is the one I'm going to dive into. There's other ones below that we'll hit at the end. But this caught me because I've never heard of cannabis hypermesis. Hypermesis. I I'm, might be saying it right, hopefully. Um, but I've, I've never heard of this, so I started doing some research. But before I say that, you know, the nausea and vomiting is interesting because cannabis is known to help alleviate this in many people. So that right there caught me. I'm like, okay, like they said, it wasn't well known. So I'm here to raise awareness for this and see what you think, because 
I've never met anybody that I'm friends with and I'm a long time smoker. I've been smoking for coming on 15 years straight, basically every day with the exception for a year and uh, within that time. And I've never ex like experienced this feeling of nausea and vomiting. And I've had, I'd say probably 50 to 70% of my closest friends are, you know, everyday smokers who smoke a lot and they haven't had this either. So I'm like diving into this. I'm like, is this thing true? What's going on here? So let's, I clicked on some other articles to dig a little deeper here and kind of see what's going on. So this is an article from a uh, pubmed.ncbi.gov. Uh, uh, so, you know, there's uh, more links in there, whatever. Um, this is by a uh, couple other people on there. I'll put the link for you though. So let's just talk about this. This ain't uh, abstract talking about their data that they found. Um, so they train research associates, administered the questionnaire to patients between the ages of 18 to 49 years old who reported smoking marijuana at least 20 days per month. The survey included questions related to CHS symptoms, uh, nausea and vomiting, and uh, Likert scale rankings on 11 symptoms, relief methods, including hot showers. Patients were classified as experiencing phenomenon consistent with CHS if they reported smoking marijuana at least 20 days per month and also rated hot showers five or more on the 10-point symptom relief method. Among 2,127 patients approached for participation, 155 met inclusion criteria is smoking 20 or more days per month. Among those sur surveyed, 32.9% met our criteria for having experienced CHS. If this is extractable for the general population, approximately 2.75 million Americans may suffer annually from a phenomenon similar to CHS. And as I read this, you know, the second, third time here, that's, I didn't notice that line at the end. Americans may suffer annually from a phenomenon similar to CHS. Similar. So it could be a lot of other things because right off the bat, I'm saying, are you serious? You're claiming that 32.9% of heavy smokers have this feeling, yet I've never met one that does in my whole life. I'm not saying that it's not a real thing because in my research, I found tons of people saying that they had this and they stopped smoking and it worked. And these people taking hot showers, like this shit is very real. I think that CHS is a real thing. I just don't think these numbers on this um, PubMed site are necessarily legit or they might kind of misleading when it says a phenomenon similar. So that's interesting. Also, with this being said, with the, uh, sim like the similarity thing, there's something called cyclic vomiting syndrome, CVS, which is characterized by episodes of severe vomiting that have no apparent cause. So a lot of these people could have had in this study other stuff. They could have different sicknesses. They could have cyclic vomiting syndrome. Now, something interesting, though, too, with the um, with uh, cannabis hypermesis um, syndrome is that just imagine, though, like I see the other side too. I always like to play devil's advocate. I think those numbers are skewed personally. I've, and please drop a comment. Let me know what you think below. Have you known anybody who's experienced this? Are you experiencing it? But what I was about to say is that just somebody like myself, let's just put me here. I can't talk for anybody else. So say I went to the doc, say I was getting, you know, sick all the time, which would suck. 
vomiting, nausea, feeling like shit. These hot showers, these hot baths or whatever I realize are kind of helping me. You know, they kind of narrow it down if the doctor knows about it, which like I said, I had no idea about this. I hope doctors know about it, but it's still so like misunderstood. So I'm nobody to give like a de- like definitive answer on it. I'm just trying to raise awareness and talk about it. So if I went into the doctor and he's like, this is, um, you know, CHS. As I smoke a joint here, I would say in my head instantly, I'm like, no, it's not. Are you sitting here telling me that this weed that I've been smoking for 15 years is making me have nausea and making me vomit when in fact it's done the exact opposite for me like I'm usually not a nauseous person or anything but weed can help me if I'm drinking with a hangover and stuff like that so instantly I'm being no but 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 which I think I'm right because there's not enough information about this to me to form like a hardcore opinion on it um on both sides so I'd be like uh no but that being said, I would get defensive. I would think it wasn't, but then it would be stuck in my head. I'd be like, is this motherfucker right? Do I really need to stop smoking? So I would. And if the if it stopped, if the nausea, if the vomiting stopped, then maybe he has a point. Her. Maybe she knows what was up. But I'm just saying, like that devil's advocate side that I could see where somebody could actually have this. Um have this issue, have this reaction to cannabis. We all have different biology. It could be stored different. Um, it could affect the brain different. So let's say somebody legit has this who's been smoking for, you know, 15 years straight, like myself. And the doctor says this, I'm like, no, bro, there's probably something else. Let's do some more tests. And this is where somebody might, I might go somewhere else or something. But I'm, first of all, let me back up here and say that I'm a very like holistic person. When I start feeling it a certain way, I'll, you know, just eat more fruits, eat more veggies, meditate more, focus more, even go get a massage sometimes, release all that tension and just let it be that way naturally. So that's how I am usually, but I'm just using myself for this example. And if this ever happened to me, oh shit, that would suck. And I'd be talking about it way more. But I guess it's just something interesting to me that this is like, an issue that people have this and that and that 32 percent just seems insane to me i would say it's probably like one percent of heavy smokers have this like i said i've met none and i've met a lot of heavy smokers so i'm interested to hear more keep up with this this is like my first impression with this and my thoughts i'm not saying it's not real i think it's a very real thing but we're it's but it's just not enough information on it from what I've read. Like I said, I haven't done a huge deep dive, but there's so many other variables when it comes to this. There's so many misdiagnoses in this, you know, world, you know, the whole pharmaceutical game, the whole game is just fucked up to me. So that's another reason where I'm on edge about this idea of this. But like I said, I was, I, I dived in, I just dove in on some stuff and some people were saying that they had this, they stopped smoking. It was all good. Because at first I was even more skeptical, a skeptical part of me. But then I started reading these, you know, people saying certain things. I'm like, oh shit, this is actually seem like a legit thing. But those numbers on that, you know, study right there, that's a government study, seem off to me. Now let us look back 2020 in the True Bud Show podcast for this fun montage I put together. I hope you enjoy it. Cheers to 2020 and cheers to the future. <laughs>
<laughs> so much. Uh, you always eat your weed when you get pulled over in a state where it's illegal. That's the law. But I think it's worth mentioning. It's a conversation that needs to be brought up in the cannabis space is that it's not just about THC numbers. There's a whole cannabinoid profile in there that each plant has. By each plant, I mean each strain. All right, each strain has. And so what we've done is because of our network and because of kind of like the initial members base, they're delicious, right? They're Fuck so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've modified the wholesale cost for all of these. So members on the can of Curious are saving like 120 bucks. And on the can of Sewer, they're saving like nearly $200 on each box. You're, you're removing color and kind of tricking people into thinking, thinking that it's, it's a yeah, it's like like it's top shelf. Yeah. Or higher end product. Right. But you're just kind of polishing turds. Right. So you like it. And on first glance, obviously, you look at the color and then usually the nose is like the pretty. nose will tell you, you know, you get the oh, waves from mushrooms. Like, oh, damn. So I, it was right at the top of the wave. I was Then I, it hit me like, oh, my God, I'm I'm tripping so hard. And everyone's <laughs> just staring at me. But yeah, then lately they, they thought it was super fun. And then they ended up giving us money and sponsored to get a tour. And we went fucking I think it was like we did like 25 shows in like 28 days. Like they put pesticides on their stuff. He was like, I don't trust it, da da da, just letting you know, you do you, but like I'm just, you know, letting you know. And I'm like, great, like what can I even trust at this point? Like I have to like learn even more. Like color remediation was something I had learned about kind of recently from one of my friends. Reefer madness level signs that are like, a high crew member's a dangerous crew member. You know, that kind of thing. Damn. Like. You see someone smoking weed, report them for your safety. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> Eat your sandwich? Fuck yourself. You know, it's Shit. ridiculous. We got a house in the hills that we, it's basically our hub for creators, artists, um, different, you know, chefs, anything, just to come and have a creative space. Um, we based it off of the uh, Tupac's Thug Mansion. So just bringing different people together. We have a music studio you'll have to come check out. Yeah, that's been pretty popular, uh, especially like up in the Bay Area and stuff like that. But it's starting to come down here too. But it's just uh, all these new flavors. They're fucking strong. They're super frosty. Like it's hard to beat the the bag appeal of how they look, you know? Well, they charging fucking 80 bucks for a tray five. Like, for don't real. Know who the fuck paying that? Like... That's some That's only insane. tourists are gonna come in and do that. Nobody's paying no fucking eighty bucks for three point five grams of weed. That's ridiculous. I don't give a fuck if that weed was gonna send me <laughs> to Jesus. Like I'm not paying that. <laughs> One a coconut oil that's infused with actual flour. Um, and that was like a specifically like a sativa flour. Okay. Um, because a lot of times edibles put me to sleep. Um, and I kind of want to be more uplifted and awake. Um, so I made that for one coconut oil and versus legal shops. It's kind of. That's one thing I kind of yeah. don't like It's that they they cut it, they dry it, it sits somewhere for a while until it gets tested, then it goes sit somewhere else for a while, and then it goes to the shop, and then, then you get it. I'm actually very ritualistic about my smoking. I, I like to uh, um, be very intentional about when I'm smoking and what strain I'm smoking and what I'm going to do after I sesh. Is there any shit like this on YouTube? And so I look it up and like there's some stuff like but I'm just like, oh, my God, it's nine minutes long, bro. I'm bored as fuck. This person doesn't have any energy like I could do this <laughs> literally in two minutes. I could explain this shit. And I was like actually really inspired by Peter McKinnon. And it's like everyone just looks at carts like as they're all the same, but they're not like and you just you need to be informed about it. So, you, you know, you're smoking. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we saw a lot of those uh, carts uh, first pop up about a lot of those uh, sessions. You know what the the big one I've, I think we've gone overboard with is all the different CBD paraphernalia. Yeah. You know, like I saw a thing online that some, I think it called like Abracadabra or something, some, some women's uh, fitness clothing line was selling, this is a real thing, CBD infused sportswear. So it's a sports bra and in leggings and it's like $250 or something insane. Actually, my dad took me to see Sublime with Rome on 420 once. <laughs> you fucker, did you see all the best shit? On fucking 420, It dude. was probably just a massive hot bot. Like, you couldn't even see the performance. It was. <laughs> and I remember they played uh, Smoke Two Joints and they were like, everybody put your joints in the air. And like, I'm just looking around like, yo. You're like, like um, I mean, I only started this recently, but I'll just take a few days off where I'm just not doing it, like Monday through Friday or whatever, or Monday through Thursday, and then for, for the weekend time, then like you know, live a little. Do you do edibles at all? Do you? No, no. Fuck an edible. Oh shit. Fuck that shit. Why? Why is that? I Bad experiences. Every time. Like. Yeah, dude. I um. Gosh, I don't know if I should tell this story. Oh, it was third offense. So he, last time he had like a little bag, another that's bag. That's how easy. Yeah, that's how. So fucked that's up. how skewed the laws are. Yeah, that's how it's crazy. Yeah. How it's like, oh, what? like places like that. Is he out now? Did he get like recouped from the yeah. state or what? Because um, you know, it's like we heard forever and ever. You know, like you know what it is. Like smoke weed. Like you're a bum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like no, nah, it ain't really. It's like that person who. That it's like the person who um who falls victim to that was already a bum. If you wanted to start your own brand, um, extracting and processing is huge because you can extract and process so much from the cannabis plant itself. I started my own like earthworm bin and composting thing, you know, so I can add that into my grow to help the soil and. Uh, you know, just make it like the full like living soil thing. Never been. It seems like it seems like my worst dream. Like I would go in there, <laughs> everything's super bright and like it's that weird feeling like, yeah, it's legal, but this is like super like commercialized and it's overpriced. Um, take melatonin, like nothing works. And then my homie introduced me to cannabis. Like I've always done it like here and there, like a high school, college and all that but like never consistent. But once I finally started using it, like literally just before bed and like I just getting like my REM like sleep and getting my full eight hours, sometimes more. There are these coffee shops where you pay like an entrance fee basically, and then you pay the additional price. So like there's a low key scheme over there. Yeah, like, like what's the fucking tipping point? Like what, or it's just the yeah. sheer size of it. Or and you could break it down by population. population. Yeah, yeah, the population. I mean, California's obviously got the, Huge population. Uh, this? Yeah. Oh, this? No, I just clean it. Uh, so after every dab, I get alcohol. Literally. I have oh, right shit. Here. You're thorough, man. So like, I want to smoke with you, bro. So this is 99% like, <laughs> so ISO. And then you just spray this in oh, or you dip shit. it in the Q-tip. And then after every... You take it at cool temp so it doesn't like burn it in the nail. We are all gifted. We are all talented. But what is missing is imagination. That is the main thing with imagination. We needed to create something that gives you a bigger hit and more effect and and makes your herb last longer. And all these things that it's it's kind of like a, um, it's a thing that's, it, it wasn't just created for health. It, it was us wanting to get more effect from less herb. 
like it's a recipe for paranoia like if you want to get like the paranoid paranoid part of cannabis like go smoke in a country where you can like get i don't know 15 years of prison if you get caught in an indonesian prison as well like you don't want that if the petition went through if the ballot went through like they don't allow for home grow and that's a huge thing for patients patients really really want and need really i mean they should i think have access to home grow if they're able to buy the plant in a package at the store they should be allowed to grow it too well, super nintendo i will say my favorite game on that is um Ah, oh, it's such a, that is a tough answer, bro. I'm going to give you two, and then I'm going to make myself pick one. Is Donkey okay. Kong Country, uh, right? And then the other one is Street Fighter. Our laws <laughs> are crazy here. In Nova Scotia, so each province can regulate it differently. However, they want, whether they want private dispensaries like businesses and stuff, or government, or a mix of both. Here in Nova Scotia, we have government. And we have, they're all in the liquor stores. Um, when I smoke, it just makes it easier to like do more um, like consistent reps. Like I don't take as long of a break in between um, versus like if I don't smoke or. Was that we were screened at the, let me see if I get this right. The Colorado International Cannabis and Hemp Film Festival um, screened there and also won the Rising Star Award. So we're actually an award-winning short film. Well, that's all, folks. I hope you liked that. I hope you enjoyed the 2020 year with the True Buds show, True Buds TV, because I know I did. And I just want to say thank you to you, the viewer, the listener, the True Bud who is here all the time, you know, doing your thing, tuning in, and just being here. It means a lot. And what also means the world is these guests I've had on the show. Great conversations. I've learned so much from everybody and I feel like I'm getting like corny being so emotional about it but it's been an awesome ride on this first year of podcast this next year coming up is going to be even crazier 2021 I almost said 2020 again 2021 is going to be a big year I always like the number 21 and I also say that every year and I always say it's going to be better because it is got to keep that mentality now let us hop in to this final clip here with Nourishing Noble, this clip from his podcast. I'll put down below, click the link, check it out. The Nourishing Noble Show, where I talk a little bit about True Buds TV, kind of ASMR style. So thank you for tuning in. Enjoy this clip. I'm going to let Nourishing Noble ride it out. If Why don't you just give an intro about who you are, what you do, um, and why you chose to um, even start a YouTube channel? Oh, thank you. Thank you. My name is Jack Woltering, good friend of Kyle. Um, yeah. Met Kyle back in the KU days, you know, some epic times back then. We were both going for film and acting. Um, but now more currently, you know, True Buds TV has really been my passion and what I've really been focusing on and, you know, just building a group of individuals, building a community of something strong, man, something that's really cool. Um, yeah. And it's all about staying true, man, showing true love and just being your true self at the end of the day. But it doesn't have to be like that intense. You know, I love making mm -hmm. funny stuff too, cooking videos, comedy, and just always just trying to get better, man, work with more people and learn as much as I can. And uh, for the audience, how long have you been uh, doing YouTube and making videos? About uh, seriously for like two years. Two years, yeah. Um, but been dabbling for like five or six, you know, just throwing stuff up back in the day and whatnot. And yeah. 
Yeah, it's fun, man. So, and I've been doing it about a year and a half, um, close to two, uh, two years now. And yeah, I think we were talking about before this, that it's just, it's, it's one hell of a journey because, uh, just being a content creator in general, um, there's a lot of great things that you receive from doing it, obviously, like with when you start seeing those rewards, but we were talking about the journey leading to those rewards and that sometimes it's, it's just doing work without receiving any benefits for a long time. Um, how do you feel like, um, uh, like what made you even choose to do YouTube and when, why did you want to go like that type of route? Um, as far as like, uh, you know, your passion and direction that you want to go with like career. That's a good question. Um, I would say I chose it just cause it's pretty free form and you can kind of, you know, do whatever you want to, you can make whatever you want to make, even if you don't get the most eyeballs on it from the yeah. jump. You can still make what you want and you're still going to get people to see it, you know, if you keep staying steady at it. But for me, I've just always loved like film. I've always loved movies. Um, So it was just a good way for me to kind of combine it all. Then I, like I said, I dabbled for a while and then I found True Buds TV. I, you know, kind of came to me as an idea to build this brand so I could create a life where I can still, you know, just do my own thing. And True Buds has, absolutely. I've been pouring, you know, my heart and soul into it, man. And it's, it's been good, it's man. To pay off, yeah. yeah. And, and I was, I was also saying to him that, uh, yeah, like, yeah, the reason why we're even, you know, going down these lanes is, is just because we we live in a day and age where we're you're able to make you're able to turn your passion into uh into a career into a full time thing. And when I was choosing what to do, I don't think it mattered as much as what I was gonna do on YouTube. I think it just mattered that I just started YouTube and just started doing videos. Um, I naturally chose ASMR, um, just because that's what was l- literally helping me get sleep at night when I would just put on a video. Um, a lot of people will suffer from high anxiety, especially just this day and age. Like we have so many demands. Um, so many things going on in our lives that sometimes we do need those moments of just relaxation and just chilling um, that I think we take for granted. So that's what ASMR reminds me about, just being more present, being in the moment. Um, and and here we are now. Yeah, man, that's, that's beautiful. And that's where to, you know, to each their own. I'm not here to like push cannabis on anybody, you know, or in general, but like that's where it helps me, you know, yeah. settle down, have a little indica at the end of the night, mm-hmm. you know, do your thing, whatever you got to do. But, right. uh, and you know, for some people it's relaxation, some people it's music, uh, writing, painting, whatever it is, as long as it's healthy and, and it's generally helping you. Um, cause like I only want to promote things that help people and cannabis has a lot of great, um, properties, a lot of great benefits for so many people in the world, especially right now. Um, there's a lot of people seriously suffering out there that it, it will help them um with whatever ailments they're going through or whether they just need it for uh unwinding relaxation 